0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the holy gospel, according to Matthew. Lord, you, Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of her was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. Now this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph. Son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home, for it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because He will save his people from their sins. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord
1: Our world tends to underestimate and even ignore truly heroic people. Particularly people who have played a great role in the history of salvation and who have played a very prominent part in the scriptures. St. Joseph is such a person. We tend to trivialize him. He's there, and we recognize it. We have pious ideas about him. But very often, much of him is lost on us. When we think of the Holy Family, beginning with the birth of our Lord, no one speaks. There is silence, and there is obedience. Until... The presentation until the finding in the temple. And then and only then, the Blessed Mother speaks and our Lord then responds. But St. Joseph says nothing. Again, in each case, there is silence, but St. Joseph never breaks his, nor does he ever change in any way in his obedience. It's really quite something to watch him, to think of the different emotions that must have gone on in, the, in his life uh, and in his relationship to the Blessed Mother and to our Lord. Uh, confusion, often, an inability to understand what he was about or why he was doing what he was doing. You know, he was a courageous man in many ways, particularly, as I said, in his response to God. It takes great courage to be obedient. Any coward can do what they want to do. But it takes great courage to be obedient, especially as he was. Not only does he never speak, not even one word, but he does what he's told to do without knowing why or how or what the results will be or what the end will be, he simply responds. So, I said, not only doesn't he speak, he never says, why? He never says, explain this to me. He responds, and notice how he responds, immediately. He never ponders something. He always responds immediately. The scriptures say that. In that sense, he sets us an example that many people don't understand at all. In a world that is full of noise, St. Joseph makes no sense. In a world that's full of idle chatter and constant talking, St. Joseph makes no sense. But in a world focused on God, in a world in which our life of prayer and our contemplative life is central, he makes all the sense in the world. In fact, he becomes the example that we want to follow after our Lord and the Blessed Mother. Is there any patriarch in all of the scriptures who has such courage and who has such innocence and simplicity that we know hardly anything about him? There there are traditions, of course, and legends and all those sort of things, and they're all very fine in their place, but he remains obscure as he would want to be obscure. Happily, though, uh, we can take him out of obscurity and make him someone very central to our own lives. You know... When our Lord gave the Blessed Mother to us as mother on the cross we all understand that because we have a great devotion to Mary and because the Blessed Mother is constantly being mentioned in the church. Um, She is the mother of us all. He gave her to the beloved disciple he gave her to us. That's also true with St. Joseph. St. Joseph too is the father of all humanity and particularly the father of the church. If he's the father of the Lord he's the the father of his mystical body as well. And so we can claim him as father. I remember Pope Benedict once saying that people will have a difficult time relating to God if they have a difficult time relating to their father. It's true. He said it will take an extra grace to do that. Of course, the grace will be there, if we want it. But St. Joseph, then, is that happy father to all of us. I remember someone once saying not too long ago that there was only one person in the world who had ideal parents, and he only had one of them. Uh, St. Joseph was always trying to keep up. Uh, but that didn't seem to bother him either. He simply responded as he knew he had to respond. He wasn't envious. He was simply lovingly obedient. What an example. So then he is the patron of many things. Workers, carpenters, fathers, naturally. Uh, but he's also the patron of the universal church, as I said. He's the body of the, if he's the guardian of the physical body of the Lord, he's the guardian of his mystical body. In fact, um, there's a beautiful painting of St. Joseph, which, by the way, is going there shortly, um, of St. Joseph and the Blessed Mother. St. Joseph is holding our Lord, and there's a Blessed Mother next to him. And there's an angel handing him the church, uh, that he now was the protector of that church he also put the protector of some other places too. He's the patron saint of Austria, Belgium, Bohemia, Mexico, Peru, and South Vietnam. And one other country that merits mentioning, particularly tonight, and that's Canada. Uh, someone well known to the members of Madonna House, St. Joseph, the patron saint of their country and dear to them, too, as a community. It was 40 years ago that Madonna House first came to this diocese. I believe I was at the cathedral at the time. I was just finishing up there when they first came. And it was rather mysterious. None of us knew who these people were. I'd never heard of them before. Oh, I take that back. I had read Postinio when I was in theology. but That was all I ever knew about Madonna House. And all of a sudden, they were here. And We were all learning what they were about, and as time came, they attracted people. People came because they wanted to know who they were, because they were an unusual community. They weren't nuns, they weren't sisters. Uh, They were a community of men and women, in this case ladies here, who lived a religious life of poverty and obedience. And I remember, I think I was in the chancery in the 80s. I hadn't been there very long, but when this um, woman sort of whisked into my office introduced herself as Teresa Davis. Um, And who has been here ever since uh, with us. It's hard to imagine Madonna House not being here. It's become so much a part of the diocese and so much a part of the lives of so many people here. I was thinking as I was looking around, too, how many people were so close to Madonna House who have gone to the Lord, who have passed on. I was thinking of the names of the deceased who were so much a part of their lives. Um, But they have been here. And particularly they've been part of St. Joseph. I never really thought about it at the time until just recently that how appropriate it would be that you should be at St. Joseph's parish. Where else would you be except in a parish named after the patron saint of Canada? Um, you belong here. But now you're not going to be here. Uh, although I would like to think the Madonna House would occasionally put in an appearance in the Diocese of Raleigh and even at St. Joseph's insofar as that's possible. Uh, we thank you for what you've done your witness, which I'm sure isn't going to end now. You know, I've often thought that it's when we think we are doing less than we used to that we are often doing more than we ever did. Um, and I think that it will be true with you, Teresa, in this case that you will not—you probably give a, every bit as much of a witness now as you have in the past and perhaps more than you ever thought you could do. You know, it's worth remembering that the greatest work our Lord ever did was when he was completely immobile and unable even to talk without, except for a few words. Uh, that's true in all of our lives. We do what God wants us to do. So you're going on to something new, have you, leaving us. There will be a vacuum, an emptiness when you are gone. Um, remember what St. Augustine said about his friend. The whole world was full of his absence. So um, you will have that effect upon us. Uh, but what you have done here goes on in its own way. We never know exactly what that means. Remember once again what, I'd like to quote this, what Cardinal Newman said about his own life. Uh, and this is something you have to accept in the Madonna House because you have to go where you're supposed to go, wherever that might be. Um, he said, he may take my friends away from me. He may throw me among strangers. Make my spirits sink. Make me feel desolate. Hide my future from me. Still, he knows what he is about and God knows what he's about in your lives now as well as with ours. So thank you for the time that you've been here and thank you for whatever's going to happen to you next, Uh, even though it's a mystery to you as it is certainly to us. But you you certainly have, aside from the Blessed Mother to whom you've always been close, you do have St. Joseph um, as your protector, Uh, someone who's always willing to jump up at the spur of the moment and go wherever God calls him to go uh, without having any idea what the result will be. So, we will say goodbye for the moment and um, look forward to your periodic return. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you rejoicing in the gift of St. Joseph, entrusting in your love and mercy. For the Church throughout the world for all her members, especially for the our ladies from Madonna House and for their community. That they will always respond as did Saint Joseph and under his protection, lovingly and immediately to the will of God as they know it. Especially the church suffering, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our prayer. For all nations of the world, especially those dedicated under the patronage of Saint Joseph, we pray to the Lord. Lord. For all those who are sick and suffering and dying, especially for those who are dying, they may know St. Joseph as the patron saint of a happy death. We pray to the Lord. O Lord hear our prayer. For those who are greatly tempted, for those who have lost faith and wandered uh, from the church, we pray to the Lord. O Lord hear our prayer. For a greater respect for human life, and particularly a greater respect for fatherhood. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, those young men and women who will uh, have the obedience and zeal and courage of Saint Joseph, or greater reverence uh, for the prophetic nature of marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For our bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, and for the American hierarchy. That they too will always respond to the will of God as it is made known to them. We pray to the Lord. O Lord our prayer. For the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, particularly our fathers. For those who have died in the battlefield, for all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. Amen. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. For this parish and all of its parishioners, under the patronage of St. Joseph, they will continue to grow in grace, particularly following his example. For all the parishes in our diocese dedicated to him, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our we now join our prayers to the spouse of St. Joseph as we sing.